face the event. From brand ambassadors and event staffers to magicians and presenters, it's the one and only podcast to introduce the faces in and around the trade show and events industry. And here's our host, Scott Tokar. Well, hello and welcome to episode number seven of Face the Event. My name is Scott Tokar. I am your magical host. I am here to help you understand the world of brand ambassadors, trade show staffers, um, the folks that you find out on an event. We are the faces that make the brands so special out there on actual activations. Today's episode is a really great episode, and I'm glad you're listening, because if you want to make uh, brand ambassadors or event staffing your career, this is where you're going to find the money because we're going to talk with an agent who's going to give us the secrets of not only how to get booked, how much money you can make, and how to be at the top of their list to be booked more frequently. This is an incredible episode. And as always, we like to start out our uh, our podcast with uh, just a simple subject to find out what everyone is sort of thinking. And today's subject is one that I have no idea about. How much makeup should you wear on an activation? Does it depend on the activation? And what exactly is makeup? I have no idea. So let's ask our professionals. Makeup, uh, clean, fresh, and natural. Makeup. Oy. <laughs> Don't overdo it. Either make your eyes real nice and bright with the false eyelashes or big red lips. Never both. Subtle is best. Um, I personally do the same thing every day. I don't change my makeup much at all. Uh, natural looking. You want to look natural, but you don't want to look like you're hitting the club. Um, but then mascara, blush. I, I look better with lipstick on. I've actually had people say, are you feeling okay? You look tired if I don't have lipstick on. because Fresh looking, don't go big hair. I would have to say with makeup, you always want to have an extra set of everything. And um, I am blonde and I have very fair features. So I think I look better with just a little bit more makeup than someone who's brunette would be able to pull off. I had a lady one time tell me that I needed to go back and put more blush and a dark lipstick because I looked invisible on the stage. Good thing I had it. Try to look at what the industry is calling for. And I think it's very important to put your best face forward when you're at these shows and always look well and presented and well put together. When I came up with the idea of putting together a podcast about brand ambassadors, trade show staffers, event staffers, uh, I made a list of the people that I thought would be not only interesting to listen to, but the ones that would give me information that would make my career more profitable and get me more work. And, and the very first person I thought of is today's guest. In fact, I interviewed this person before I interviewed anybody else on the podcast. Unfortunately, being my first interview, I had tons of technical difficulties. My microphone and the, and the levels that we had set were totally out of whack, and it really was unusable. So I had to wait until I could interview this person a second time 
and I am so happy to bring this interview to you today. This is the podcast out of all the previous six podcasts that we've done. The seventh podcast is the lucky one. This is the one where you're going to learn how to make more money and get booked more frequently in higher paying jobs because this person is an agent and she started her career not as an agent, but as a trade show uh, event staff person. So she understands exactly where you are right now and where you're headed. So what we are going to discuss in the next uh, few minutes is uh, what are agents really looking for? What are the photographs and what makes a great photograph that you should send with your resume? Here's a hint. You want to watch out for the NSFWs, the not safe for work photos. They can really be trouble because, um, well, she'll explain that in just a moment. Uh, number one, the number one quality that agents are looking for. And what about ethnic diversity? It's actually more marketable today than it ever has been. Why the real you is more marketable than the person you think that the agents are looking for. The difference between a bar activation and a trade show uh, staff position. How to get booked, how much you can make, how to climb the ladder, and why your personal integrity is like a credit score. and You're always trying to get more. And my favorite thing is the very last thing is how to make money while you're not working by being a uh, backup reserve uh, event staffer. We'll find out all of that. I will, without any further ado, let me introduce to you a great interview with CE Talents, Becky Jo Schwartz. All right, we are with Becky Jo Schwartz. How are you, Becky? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. And uh, as I mentioned in the intro, you were my very first interview. It's just that the, um, the, the microphone on my side was not working uh, in my first interview. So we had to scrap that. And thank you for coming back and doing this again for us. Absolutely. Since then, I got a nicer microphone as well, just to be safe. <laughs> there you go. So, um, Becky, tell me a little bit about yourself. What is your company and what is it that you do? So the company is CE Talents, um, and we do professional trade show staffing. Uh, we dabble a little bit in some other areas, but um, it's mainly trade shows, conferences, things like that, with a um, specialization in high tech. Uh, though, again, we do a little pharmaceutical, a little oil, a little, little of this and that. But uh, companies that are looking for a higher end uh, caliber of talent uh, will come to us. Uh, our folks are... Uh, educated, um, engaging people who know how to uh, attract the proper kind of attention uh, to your booth, your product, um, or whatever it is that we are generating leads for you. So um, I'm assuming that, that there's a couple of advantages. Someone that's, that's uh, experienced obviously has done this. Is there a number of is there a number of trade shows you're looking for them or brand activations that you're looking for them to have done to be considered experienced? Uh, how do you decide that they're experienced? Um, honestly, there's not a specific number uh, because someone may not have any experience in the trade show realm, but have a ton of experience in a like field or whatnot. And they'll be 
exponentially better than somebody who's been in the industry for over 10 years. Um, so experienced is, is more to do with um, part life experience, um, part uh, personality even, you know, the, the experience they have in engaging with people. Um, because I can train them the tricks and the things they need to know about trade shows. So we are willing to accept people that don't have a single ounce of trade show experience if they have the proper attitude, um, other experience and whatnot. Now, of course, they're not going to be in a lead uh, on a show floor. Um, and they're probably not ever going to be sent to um, a single booking by themselves because um, they have to work under our our leads uh so they can learn the ropes how we do it because every agency you know does things a little differently so so describe to me is there if you're looking at someone's resume or looking at someone's picture describe to me who are you looking for how do you who is that person so one definitely looking for people who um read the instructions (laughs) Um, one of the things that is very clear um, when we're looking for talent is we ask that their bio is in third person and, and then we even explain what that is just in case they don't know what the person means. <laughs> um, and yet we still regularly will get people that, you know, oh, and I like like this and I have done this and I that. Um, and it's like, okay, so clearly you didn't read the instruction right there that says the bio should be in third person. Um, but Basically, that that's a huge one. Can you follow instructions? Um, because if you can't do it when you're applying, uh, we're going to struggle to see that your ability to do it on the show floor. Now, that said, not everyone's strength is in um, reading details. Uh, so it, even if they have missed that thing, the next thing we're looking for is people who can articulate their experience through their bio. Um, people who have put photos up that are professional and not to say that they have to be professional photos. They just have to be photos that are professional. I don't want to see you in that shot you did for your boyfriend in your bikini, uh, you know, where you're trying to look all sexy. That's, you know, that's not what I'm interested in. And it's certainly not what my clients are interested in. You know, this um, is, this is, uh, we've talked many, many times yes. about this very subject and, and you're getting yeah. ahead of me because this is exactly where I, well, I was going to like guide you into this, but you're doing it by yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, no, that's totally okay. Because, because you and I are passionate about this very thing. Yes. Uh, and here's the thing. Um, NSF means not safe for work. Okay. Uh, yes. NSFW, not safe for work. Okay. For work. Yes. So, so the thing is, is that you have to realize that if you're putting a, a, a photograph out to an agency or to a potential booker um, that, that's going to that's gonna do something like this, you cannot have a bikini picture or a sexy picture pop up on their screen because that violates their own internal HR regulations. Exactly. And and you're not being corporate sensitive. Now, if you're not being corporate sensitive at the level of at the moment you want to be hired, chances are you're not going to be corporate sensitive when I put you on an activation. So exactly. don't shoot yourself in the head. I know for 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 some modeling jobs, that's what they're looking for. But when it Absolutely. comes to this corporate thing, please, no bikini or half-dressed shots. Exactly. I loved finding out that a talent that I'd been working with for years um, that has great 
profile, great bio, clients love her. Um, and years later, I found out she, that she's a showgirl. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. Like, you have any pictures, nothing? And she's like, well, I know that that wouldn't be appropriate for for this. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so so do you so mean like a, like a Las it. Vegas showgirl headdress kind of yep. showgirl or like a showgirl yep. that you'd find in a roadside establishment? Yeah, no, no, yeah, the full headdress, Las Vegas. I, yeah. <laughs> my very, my current favorite um, assistant for doing magic with me is, is in fact a showgirl, and um, she has the the poise, the approachability, the, um, the, you know, all of that that makes a perfect, um, you know, presenter. But again, it's not about that headshot. It's really about no. the professionalism, the approachability. Um, and, and that kind of thing, taking this seriously. Um, what? So let's let me ask you: What if if I'm not supposed to put out a bikini shot? Well, you don't want to see me in a bikini for sure. <laughs> you don't but, want to see me either. Trust yeah, me. <laughs> okay. Well, done. So, what describes me? What is an ideal photo to use in something like this? So, um, I would say it's an ideal uh, few photos. Actually, um, you need a headshot. That's just that's vital to have a headshot so that people can see this is what I can expect you to look like. And though it's okay to have your makeup professionally done, your professionally done, uh, it needs to be done in such a manner that that is how you could show up on the show floor. Um, it's, it's important that your photo represents you because we're not a modeling agency. I don't want to see a picture of what you could look like. I want to see a photo of what you will look like, and so do the clients. Um, I also don't want to show a, you know, a professional shot from you from 20 years ago. <laughs> it needs to That's be super important. It's got to be current because because if, if you're sending someone out on activation that looks this way, and now they're facially tattooed and pierced, and and yes. uh, it's like that's not the same person. That that makes you as the agency look bad and you could potentially lose business as the agency. And as someone that's hiring the people to represent your agency, you simply don't want to hire that person. Exactly. Exactly. And and it's and it's important to understand that we accept people of all different kinds of looks. Some of our clients actually do want a little bit more of an edgy look. Um, so you might be a perfect fit if you have an edgy look for a client of ours. Um, the whole thing is just, it's transparency. Um, you know, we had a situation one time where, uh, you know, a, a girl showed up and she had dyed um, half of her hair pink. Uh, and unfortunately the client didn't love that. Mm. <laughs> one client might, this client did not. Um, and all that, you know, if they would have just let us know, then we can let the client know. Sometimes they're not gonna care. Uh, but again, it's just, we want to make sure that we do everything in our power to set the talent up to be successful. And part of that is your appearance. Um, it's not that we're looking, oh, are you pretty enough? That's not it. It's, it's, are you, do you fit the corporate image that this client is looking for? Now um, let's, let's chat really quickly about corporate image. Cause I think corporate image has changed a little bit over the years. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> in the sense that corporate image when I first got started in, in trade shows was the IBM blue suit and tie look. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not necessarily that way. And in fact, back then, sad to say, it was all Anglo white males, you know, and mm -hmm. Anglo white females. And now 
diversity is a huge, like that's a bonus. I'm looking for people with diversity. Yes. Um, Cause I, you know, and, and, and so talk, talk to me about how the look has changed and, and what you're looking for today versus in the past. So you are absolutely right. Diversity is key. Um, if I'm staffing a booth with a number of people, um, if I have, say it's eight people that we're looking for, um, I might have four blonde hair, blue eyed people that are amazing, but chances are I'm not going to want to book four blonde hair, blue eyed people. I'm going to want to try to keep it more diverse, you know, um, ethnically, even, even personality wise, you know, even though people in this industry do tend to be a little more type A, um, a little more, you know, outgoing, of course, um, e- even in that there are spectrums of personalities. So, um, which is also why it's excellent to know um, your bios, the more that you can put about your personality, the better. Let your personality show. Um, Because if I can see that you've got all these different nuances to your personality, um, it's going to open up the the market to more. Um, Also, uh, it could even be, uh, like I think uh, there's a gal who um, is a helicopter pilot. Um, So if I know that my client uh, flies a helicopter. Yeah, I'm going to put this person with them. Um, so it's just it's it's a it's a matching. So the more information that a talent can give us, um, that is done in a professional, um, personable way, the more likely I am to be able to pair them with uh, uh, t- clients. Um, Let's backpedal. But yeah, just, it's it's important to show your diversity. Let's backpedal just a little bit. Let's sure. talk about that photograph here. The the stuff that I need to send now. I, I if I were to give my laundry list of what I'm looking for, um, mm-hmm. because because I book people all the time, is I I would like a professional, like you said, headshot. So a headshot mm-hmm. is kind of like if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see that we're both kind of in headshot form right now, side yep. by side. This is a headshot. This is gives me a close-up view of, of your face so I can kind of look into your eyes and <laughs> kind of feel your soul through that photo. That's really what it's about. Th- then, yeah, yeah. I, then I also like a professional photo that, that uh, shows me who you are or who you, who you perceive yourself to be, because that's right. really what those are about. And, and often that's going to be <laughs> like an on, on location kind of thing, like maybe, yeah. you know, the, um, the, you know, the rustic door behind you kind of thing. That's fine. That's fine. Those you need to hire or get someone that's at a professional level that understands lighting and understands how to make you look good. After that, I want action shots. And what I mean by action shots is not that you're on a surfboard. I want you in the environment that you're going to be working for me in. So is that a trade show, a bar, uh, you know, an activation at a a supermarket? I want to see a picture like that because that's really who I'm hiring, right? Absolutely. So um, what am I missing? What else would you like to see? Well, uh, and you didn't mention in there, um, but it is good to somewhere in between the action shots and the shots, you know, uh, that kind of show who you are. Um, it's good if, if at least one of those is at least a three quarter shot. Um, because it is good to know, you know, what is your, what is your body style? Um, and again, we're not a modeling agency, so it's not, are you thin enough? Um, for, for some of our clients, they specifically want your 
typical average um, you know, person. They prefer them over 40. They prefer them at least in a double digit size. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's interesting because I, I, th- I have one friend who does all the time, you know, you know what they have to do? They have to sleep on the trade show floor. Oh, yes. I've seen those. Yeah. yeah. So what happens exactly. is like in some of these medical conferences, what they need is they need to monitor someone that's sleeping. So they pay them for a full day before the show to not go to sleep to stay totally awake, and then they go to the trade show floor in sweats and they sleep on the trade show floor. Listen, your <laughs> body type really isn't what people are looking at here. Right. You know, and, and in fact, it's not your outgoing personality either. It's your willingness yep. to work, your willingness to be you know, uh, connecting with the client when you first arrive and willingness to, to do what they're asking. So there's right. all types here that are needed, aren't there? Yes, exactly. And that's the that's the key is let the real you show when it comes to, you know, this kind of industry. Um, Yeah, you can put your best foot forward, but your best foot forward needs to be an accurate depiction of you, you know. Um, But just keep in mind that if you are trying to portray yourself as something that you're really not, you are probably missing out on some jobs that the real you uh, could have gotten. <laughs> and potentially making the agency not happy and potentially losing the real jobs that you could have had. Absolutely. So the the trade show jobs, um, that's where both of us kind of reside is in the trade show world. Right. Uh, they are a better moneymaker than doing a, like a bar activation, aren't yes. they? Absolutely. How, how do they differ from being a brand ambassador that's pouring, um, you know, a spirit at a at a local bar and going, you know, uh, bar to bar to doing a trade show? How, what's the difference between those kind of things? So there are a number of people who can do both, um, but the biggest difference is is definitely a level of professionalism. Um, and not to say that that you you shouldn't be professional in the bar activation because you absolutely should, obviously. Um, but in, in a bar activation, um, flirting, let's say, uh, would absolutely be, you know, that's usually kind of part of it. Uh, there, there's a level of, oh, come on over, you know, whereas in the trade show realm, that is a little more frowned upon and um, can upset uh, the clients if they see it. Um, there's also um, just... And I don't and I don't like to use the word professional because, again, both of them are professional. But um, there's a certain corporate uh, jargon that you should be using and just certain lines um, that that boundaries that need to be um, understood. Generally, at at a bar activation, you know, you're you could potentially drink. Um, You're you're a lot more uh, lax in what can be done. Um, You can't bring that lacks attitude onto the trade show floor um, because there's it's corporate so there's a lot more red tape and rules and codes of conduct and and hr regulations just like we said about the photos exactly exactly so Um, so and so when you're sending the photo um remember that not only are some photos like like the bikini photos not appropriate but you want to visualize what you're looking to hire for so yes. um, if if you have been, um, you know, dressed in rap, uh, you know, street kind of clothing, 
you know, or like for a, for a concert kind of thing, that may not be the right thing for IBM. So don't send Absolutely. that photo to IBM. Send yep. the one, you know, that's fine with the, with the, with the barn door behind you. That's, that's a modeling picture, but I would much rather see that photo of you, um, uh, you know, in, in a trade show, give me the full, I don't really, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at your environment and how you're yes. sitting in that environment in that sense. Exactly. So, yeah. um, if, if I was a beginning brand ambassador and I've done some of these, um, these bar activations or golf outings and things like this, mm -hmm. how do I work for you? What, what, what's the best way to, to step up my game, make a little bit more money and do the corporate stuff? What's the path? Um, one, obviously going to our website and, and applying though, a number of people would tell you that, uh, you know, they applied for years before they were able to get a job. Um, so the next thing that I would say if, um, is ask us actually, you know, whether you email, whether you call, um, ask us just to, you know, what can I do to be more marketable for you? Um, just the simple fact that you are asking us <laughs> shows us a lot. Yes. Um, but but then if you are willing to to take the suggestions that we make, um, one with with grace and and you know appreciation, um, and not like well, I, you know my, my bias just fine the way it is. You know I did everything that you asked for. Uh, okay, if you're if you're giving me attitude now, <laughs> you know, so so it's definitely you know. Ask us what you can do, because that alone is going to make me go, huh, I, I want to get this person on a job. Let, let me find let me find a time that I can use this person. Yeah, also, if you end up on an activation, if you're lucky enough to get your first one and you happen mm -hmm. to see other talent out there and you, you, you can kind of tell who's talent, you know, you can ask, you know, are you are you uh, hired? Uh, what's the right way for me to add? That's a good question. How, if I if I see someone, I think maybe they might be just like me working on one of these. Is there mm -hmm. a good way for me to say, hey, are you like me? Are you a, a brand ambassador or a hired staff? What would you say to is there like a, a secret handshake we could do? What is that? <laughs> I would say if if we're talking about on the trade show floor, then I would say um, definitely, you know, oh, are you an employee of the company? Or are you professional um, staff like I am? Because uh, there's lots of terminology I would avoid. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, right. Booth, <laughs> yeah, well, we don't use the word booth babe anymore. That's gone. That was back at the beginning of my career. Um, You'd be surprised how much it still comes out, though. <laughs> Yes, I would agree. I, there's a lot. There's uh, in this world today. There are so many things we're trying to correct, and that is one yes. that, thankfully, I think that one's kind of going uh, to the wayside. Yes, it is. Um, so, so I, it, my my thing is by asking that is if I go up to that person and say, "Hi, you know, uh, what agency are you working for?" You know, and uh, you know that that kind of thing. You can kind of get to get to know the people that are in the business yeah. and kind of get some tips and kind of watch them Absolutely. a little bit. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's like you said, getting those tips is key because, you know, any agency is only, I mean, they're going to, they're not going to spend four hours on a conversation with everything that, that you need to know. And some things you just, you have to see an action um, and asking is a great idea. Um, but I will say, be very careful um, about what it is that you're asking them. Uh because on the show floor, you can get into, well, you know, I'm working for this agency and I'm making this much money. How much do you make for that agency? 
um, that's where you can get into some uh, some sticky things that that can make agents uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, okay. So you're an agent, and <clears throat> not looking to make you uncomfortable. No, but so, yeah. So let me not get specific to you. Let me get general mm-hmm. of the industry here. Mm-hmm. Um, on a brand activation uh, that I'm doing in a in a in a bar or something. I mean, I make might only make fifteen dollars an hour, twenty dollars an hour. Exactly. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the, the 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 pay range for trade shows for these you know more corporate things? Yep. So if you're talking about like lead generators um, or crowd gatherers, um, I don't want to say to the entry level. They're the they're the main level of of things that we do. Um, there's a difference though between your general crowd gatherer and your person who's a crowd gatherer slash little bit of a product specialist as well. So that's a higher rate. Um, but if we're talking about like straight lead generation, um, if you have no experience whatsoever, uh, and, and you're going to need to be trained on the show floor, um, that, that could start as low as 200, um, 200 then, a day, a day, yeah. um, for up to eight hours. Then okay. there's overtime after that. Um, plus then, you know, if there's parking expenses, general expenses are then also paid. Um, but then, uh, if you're an experienced person and, uh, especially if you've, you know, worked with clients for a while longer that can go up to 350. Um, I've heard of, of people making 500 a day, uh, for it. Uh, I think that's usually more direct. (laughs) Well, Um, here's the thing though. If, if you, a lot of times, um, you, cause we've worked for some of the same clients and, and, mm -hmm. um, Together, we have really built a relationship with that client. And often, they'll find a, a, a crowd gatherer, a lead generator that they really like, and they will start asking for them by name. Absolutely. And when they yep. start doing that, we can make a little bit more money because now they're in demand. And yep. so that's kind of how you, how you climb the ladder a little bit here is to, is to uh, be the one that they're asking for, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, and something that that our agency does, um, I can't speak for other agencies, what they do, but um, I could be charging the same exact amount to a client, um, but I'm going to pay this person um, significantly more than I'm paying the person they're working with, even though the client is paying the same amount for them. uh, Because I know this person. I want this person on the show floor because I know they're going to make me look good. Yeah, well, absolutely. You got if you got an A stringer um, that mm-hmm. you know is going to make that client happy, um, you're more likely to put them in because that means that you're going to get hired by that company again. Remember, you do a good job for me. I right. do a good job for my client. We all get more work. That's how this thing works. Exactly. Um, and, and and at the same time. If I am going to take a risk by putting a newer talent in, I am a, I should be, I as the agent, I as the booking person should make a little bit more money because I'm putting my, my entire company on the line for you as a starting um, crowd gatherer. So I should make a little bit more, right? And I'm also going to be putting you through some trainings to, to make sure that you're prepared. That's going to cost me money to for you know to facilitate those trainings and those additional steps and chances are i'm also going to pay um the person you're working with a little bit more to also do the same thing to continue to your training so absolutely and and that's why it's not a good idea to talk about 
money on the show floor because you're not thinking like an agent. You're thinking like a talent. And there could be hurt feelings. It's like, well, so I'm not as valuable as you are. It's not a matter of value. It's a matter of, of a situation right now. You never know why someone's making what they're making. There have been times that we have paid someone on the show floor more than we have made. True. I've done the same thing. You know, yeah. I have people all the time, especially magicians, because they know corporate effects is, is you know, one of the leading trade show magic groups out there. Absolutely. Uh, maybe we're only one of two trade show magic groups out there. But <laughs> but but uh, in that market, people know us and people always ask me, how can I work for you? And I and my, my real answer yeah. to them, there's a I can give all these things that you've given. You need to earn my trust. Absolutely. The, the more I trust you, the more likely I am to book you. So how Absolutely. do I earn your trust? Well, uh, at CE Talent, we have um, a great reserve program. That is a great way to get your foot in the door and how uh, people have. Um, anytime we have uh, any crowd gatherer or receptionist event, uh, lead generator, anything like that on the trade show floor, uh, we also book a reserve. Um, they are paid to hold that time open. And uh, basically, you'd have to be able to get to the trade show within about an hour. If you do so, if you have been a, a great reserve for us and we have not called you in, you know, say three, even four times, um, we are going to work hard to make sure that you get um, a booking with us. Well, you kind of feel you like you're indebted it. to them for doing you that. And, exactly. And, and so if, if, I'm, if I'm making on my first one 200 bucks... How how much can you say how much I get if I was on reserve? Um, generally, if you're on reserve, you will actually make a little bit more money. So so if you're just holding the dates and you're not working, um, then you just make the you know it's you know a little twenty five dollar um, just to kind of hold the time. Right. Um, and now if you're called in, we would generally uh, pay two fifty. Oh, okay, great. Right. That's that's great. That's a great way to get get your foot in the door. And like I say, you kind of you feel like you owe them something because they've done this for you. So Absolutely. that that that's a that's probably the golden ticket uh, answer for me, you know, of how to get into this right. thing. Do do all the agencies do that or is it something specifically from CE Talent? You know what? I don't I don't know if others do it. Um, I know I, I worked with a, an agency um, before that had um, a similar program, but it wasn't paid. Um, it was it was just a kind of first call list. Um, so but yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Hmm. I will say, though, um, just like you, we're indebted to you if you've been a great reserve for us. Uh, if you accept a reserve position, and then we offer you the booking and we either one cannot get a hold of you or two, uh, you decline it. Um, it's, it's going to have to take a, a yeah. large thing to happen before we'll use you. You know, early, early in my career, I attempted because I'm, I'm near Los Angeles. I attempted to do some commercials and things like that. And I had a commercial agent. And the commercial agent would spend her time back then. This is, I'm an old guy. So it's back then as before the internet, you know, they'd actually physically send, you know, your photos and your resume yep. to the, the, the casting director. And the casting yep. director would set out a pile and say, call them and have them come in tomorrow. So then my agent would call me that afternoon and say, we need you in Hollywood tomorrow at 10 a.m. 
and I'd have to tell them, I'm sorry, I'm in Chicago working a trade show. You do that yep. twice to an agent, you're not with the agent anymore. You're not, it, yep. So this is yep, why was, this is why in Hollywood you find so many um, bartender, um, uh, you know, waitress, waiter people that are that are doing acting because during the day they can always be available. And frankly, if you're going to be on this reserve, you kind of have to be the same thing. You have to always be available when you said you were. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And it's it's I've always said your your personal integrity is kind of like your credit score. Mm. <laughs> um, you can do spend years building up a great credit score and you, you know, do one mistake and you've jacked it. Um, it can be the same with your personal integrity in this industry. Um, you can spend years, you know, being a great rep, um, but but your integrity is everything. Like you said, trust is key. Um, you, you one client where, you know, you're like, oh, by the way, yeah, I, I guess I could work direct with you, you know, for this next one. Um, that's 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 like the black rule right. <laughs> that's the one thing the one thing you cannot do right um but regardless of what it is your integrity is everything and um your word needs to be your word period and that's not more than just this industry um that's that's a life lesson that everybody should should your word needs to mean something so so if i'm going to go over some of the some of the things that that are very important to me that is uh early is on time Absolutely. Um, so in other words, when the show floor, especially on the first day, the, the very first day of a show floor, you have to go get your badge somewhere. Um, so mm-hmm. you've got to be there early enough to pick up your badge and early enough to check in at the booth before the show floor opens. Um, that's, you know, and that's not necessarily paid. That's, you know, your time may start. Right. Well, I guess for, for, for you, do you pay by the hour or by the day? We pay by the day. Um, we do also pay for an hour before um, oh, okay. the trade show starts um, because that's when we expect them to be at the booth. Now, we do ask them to meet at exhibitor registration 30 minutes before then. Right. That way, that does give them, you know, if, if they're running a little bit late for that, we'll still all be on time for what the client is paying for. Right, right, right. And if you've been listening to our podcast, we've, we've given you um, tips and tricks on parking, on where to get your badge. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back and listen to some of the o- older episodes yes. uh, to hear some of those tips and tricks, because um, although that's a short period of our, of our podcast, I'm trying to pick things that will really help you in your career. So uh, let's get to this. Uh, I... I w- how, what would you like to do? How can I how can I work for you? Is there social media I should follow? Is there some place I should connect with you at CE Talent and do a little plug for your own agency here? <laughs> absolutely. So yes, you're absolutely welcome to follow us um, on Instagram or uh, on uh, Facebook, Twitter at and it's at CE Talent. Um, the best the Everything we do, though, goes through our website. We we have a very robust website um, that allows you where you, you put not only your bio, your photos, um, but what cities that you want to work in, um, even if t- travel is not paid, um, different skills that you have, different experience that you have um, that has to do with the trade show floor, um, and then just basically the opportunity to let us know about you. Um, and then we also, uh, the moment that we want to submit you for a job, we also send you a, a quiz 
um, about our agency. We give you materials to, to know about our agency. Um, so basically, take, take the time to dot your I's and cross your T's look at all that information because the bottom line is we want you to be successful. And like I have always said, I don't just want you to be successful for me. I want you to be successful. And if I can be some small part um, in your journey to, to whatever you're, you know, you want to grow up to be, um, I, I would love to know that you were better off because you came into CE Talent. So you must be willing to learn. You must be willing to be critiqued because um, basically I, we are going to critique anybody we deem worthy to be critiqued. Uh, so if it, it's be approachable, be coachable. Um, and yeah, please, so, if you're... So your website is cetalent.com, is that right? Okay, so uh, C.E. Charlie Echo. <laughs> yes, there you go. Some military stuff there for you. So um, uh, I have I'm going to give you my own um, uh, pat on the back here. And that is that uh, out on the trade show floor, out in the real world, we all kind of talk amongst ourselves and we know which agencies are not the ones you want to work for. <laughs> and I have always heard upstanding, great things about CE Talent. And I, when we're working on the same job together, I am always happy to have you and your folks in the booth with me. Oh, so. thank you. That means a lot because oh. you too, I mean. Uh, the, the, this is a career. This is a career. If, if you choose that you want to do this as a career, you're going to find that you could do this for a yes. very long time. And we all know each other. And and it's, uh, it, it's not an yes. old boys network. It's a it's a it's a nope. camaraderie, you know. We're kind of in the trenches together, thing. So I appreciate you being out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Well. Yes, and I appreciate you doing this. Oh no problem. I I like you want the 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 brand ambassadors, the talent, the event staff, the the badge scanners. I want them to be excellent, and I want them to see that this really is uh you know something great that we've got going on here. Absolutely. And uh, it's not like it's secret. We 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 do. We're right. always looking for the right new people to be out there. Absolutely. Something else that, that we do that I think would be important for talent to know is um, we offer leadership trainings. Hmm. Uh, and yes, uh, part of what we talk about is what what we expect, <clears throat> excuse me, from our leads. Um, but I would say that's only about a quarter of the training. Uh, the rest of it is all just leadership training that is is good to know. Because again, even though this is, you know, people that have taken this course have said, I have taken similar courses that have caught that's cost, you know, a thousand dollars for some of this, some of this similar material. Um, and it's, it's free, you know, for us. But one, it shows us what, what people want to better themselves. Um, and, and two, it, the, the talent get to learn skills that are going to be great in their lives. Yes, on the show floor, but yes. Um, outside of it as well. Well, I, I, I want to thank you so much for sharing this. You know, it's, you know, from the gut, honest stuff. And 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 I think it's super valuable. And uh, I'm so happy that you came back a second time to redo this uh, because it was my yes. very first interview and my favorite one so far. Um, and <laughs> and I hope you'll come back again because there's so much Absolutely. we can learn from each other. Yes, yes. And I and, and thank you for doing this because it's great for talent. But as an agent, it's also great to see what 
you know, what are other people looking for? What are, um, because like you said, someone, you know, someone may technically be competition. You know, Katie Vance, uh, we started out working for the same agencies. We ended up, you know, doing our own agencies. Um, and though technically she's a competitor, she's also a friend and uh, we absolutely like to help each other. Um, and this has been a great platform to be able to to do that, help talent, help agents, which, you know, then helps clients um, and just elevates everything. Well, thank you again. Becky Jo Schwartz, CE Talent. Can't wait to have you back again. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, I want to thank Becky Jo Schwartz of CE Talent for spending some time with us today. That is probably the most valuable information we've ever passed along here on Face the Event. So um, how are we going to top it? (laughs) We'll figure that out next week. But before we go, here is the face palm. A face palm is our ending spot of every Face the Event podcast. This is the moment where you place your your palm on your face in disbelief. We had a guest a couple weeks ago, Larry Wyatt, who does a lot of um, uh, speaking events. And um, his very first speaking event is sort of a Victor Victoria half and half uh, act. This is the most preposterous thing you can ever imagine on a trade show floor. And I have a feeling it didn't go so well. Let's find out about our face palm, Victor Victoria, with Larry Wyatt. Like the craziest uh, oh, performance I ever had to give was, and again, this was years ago when we did some, some of these crazy character sort of driven things. They decided it would be a really fun idea. This was for a company that made some sort of cleaning, um, industrial cleaning supplies, like for restaurants, uh, things like that, right? So they were gonna, they were going to tell their story through a two-person role play kind of thing, where one person is the restaurant manager and then another person is like the uh, the dishwasher back in the kitchen, right? Who needs to be properly using these various cleaning supplies, right? Right. But instead of oh, let's don't hire two actors to do this. Let's hire Larry and have him play both characters. Now, it would have been bad enough to have to, well, I'm the boss. How is it coming with the cleaning? Well, boss, um, I'm trying to use, I mean, that would have been bad enough, right? Right. Just to sort of play. But no, no, no. Let's let's take it further. They They had a costumer create a costume for me, was sewn together. Half of it was a business suit. Half of it was the the dishwasher, you yeah. know, apron and all that stuff. And I had half a mustache. So one guy had a mustache. The other guy was clean shaven. I had a wig that half of it was black, half it was <laughs> Reminds blonde. Reminds me of Victor Victoria a little bit there. Exactly. Oh, my God. It was just the most horrific thing you ever saw. The audience looked stunned every time I had to get up there and do it. Uh, furthermore, now this you'll find this interesting. Furthermore... This was in the days when I first started with uh, doing trade shows. Uh, the ear prompter was a fairly new technology. Not oh. that many people used it. Yeah. And initially, I resisted using it because I came from the theater world. And my pride was, please, you can hand me a 30-minute script. Give me an hour. I'll come back and I'll have it memorized for mm. you. I mean, I was memorizing lines all the time. Mm. That's my job. I'm a theater actor, right? Um, 
so I was memorized for this thing. And the whatever this product line was of these cleaners, they had these crazy names, you know, the XR2200ZF2 <laughs> line of dishwashing fluid and the XRZ28 blah, 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 of this. and the, Right. So I memorized oh. them. I had these down. So it's right before the show. We do our preview for the muckety mucks from the company, the, the, the big bosses. Right. Right. Now, this script has gone through approval process. It's been stamped, approved, given to me a week ahead. I've memorized it. We're ready to go. I mean, it's boom. But we're going to do a preview an hour before the show hall opens for the, you know, VP of, ever, of sales or whatever is there. So we're going to we do the show for him. I do the thing. I do my, well, what do you think? Well, I think it's right. You know, the whole deal. He comes up to me afterwards. He said, man, Larry, that was really good. That's amazing how you play those two characters and how do you keep them straight? No, man, that's right. Said, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Larry, um, that's really not the name of the product anymore. We've changed it to the ZM, blah, 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 not the XR, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I say it 47 times in this script. And I'm like, Okay, I'll change it. Larry, as magicians, <laughs> we're totally familiar with this. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Well, that wraps up another episode of Face the Event. Are you having fun every week with us? If you are, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on iHeartRadio. Every platform you can possibly imagine, you can find Face the Event. But remember, whatever platform you use, you need to subscribe and you can really help us out by giving an honest review. Please review our podcast. The more reviews we get, the more listeners we get, the more motivation we have to keep going with this kind of uh, information. So please make sure you subscribe and review. By the way, we are also doing a live video feed of every one of our podcasts on YouTube. So make sure you go check out our YouTube uh, videos. Just type in face the event, uh, comma Scott Tokar. That'll at least get you to the right place. Well, until next week, I hope that it's profitable for you. I hope that you find a great career in trade show staffing, event staffing, and brand ambassadors. Have a great week. <laughs>